one thing God is constantly doing in me is bringing me deeper into surrender. And every time you surrender, you always think, okay, this is as much as I can give up. I've surrendered fully, totally. And then God reveals something. Oh no, there's more you can give up. There's more you can address. There's more that you have to bring into the submission of my will. Hey love, welcome to Her Promise Circle podcast, a safe space to come as you are to receive the word you need to help you continue on your journey to healing, growth, and walking confidently into God's purpose for your life. It's full of all the things that you'll need to live boldly as the woman God created you to be. I'm your host and founder of Her Promise Circle, Mikkel. Get connected, let us support you where you are right now and where you're going. Each level, each increment he brings us into as we get deeper and deeper in him, there's something he addresses. There's something he highlights. There's something he shows us that we otherwise wouldn't have seen unless we have troubles or struggles or a trial or a test. And we often ask God to take away that test or the trial. It's so hard. But really what he's doing is trying to prune Whatever it is that that thing highlights within us, that want, that need, that bad habit, that idol, whatever that thing highlights, he needs to rid us of because of where he's taking us. Because in the future, that thing is going to hold us back in some way. That thing is going to distract us. That thing is going to cause our destruction in some way. And so this is the season I'm in, okay, where (laughs) I am... It's like you constantly learn these lessons over and over again. However, when God brings it to you, to your remembrance, hey, this is the thing I was trying to show you then. This thing applies the same now. As you go deeper in him, there's certain things that he doesn't have to keep telling you. There's certain things that you're like, oh yeah, this is that thing. This is what I do here. Because as you go through tests and trials, he strengthens your spiritual muscles, right? It's like muscle memory. You know to go to him first, not to your friends, your parents, whoever you go to to lean on as a crush. You know to go to him first. You know that you must pray as well as work in faith, in the physical. We know that we must work in the spirit and in the physical. We can't just pray for things and not move a muscle. We must act as if we believe, right? We have to act as if we've received it already. We must prepare for what we are praying for. We must cast down every vain imagination. We must cast down everything that tries to take away the seed God plants in our minds, in our hearts, in our spirits. We must break down the what-ifs, the doubtful thoughts, the unbelief, the you're not good enough, I'm not this, I could never do that. We must break down those things. And that is what he means by cast down everything that exalts itself above what God has already told you is to be true, above what God tells us in the word to be true. And so I was listening to an old sermon. I have like a inclination to listen to older sermons from pastors that I enjoy because I go through seasons where a certain pastor speaks to me. Right now in this moment, it is Dr. Darius Daniels. He is the man. Okay, if you haven't listened to him, he is the man. But I'm listening to a sermon. I think it's called The God of Breakthrough. It's from a few years ago. And he is using 2 Samuel 5:17-25. And it begins with the Philistines hearing that David got anointed to be king. And the Philistines are our enemies, of course, right? 
So if you read with me, get your Bibles out. Sorry, I should have said that. <laughs> if you read with me, 2 Samuel 5, 17, it says, Now when the Philistines heard that they had anointed David king over Israel, all the Philistines went up to search for David. And David heard of it and went down to the stronghold. The enemy did not attack David once he was in position where God was elevating him. The enemy attacked when they heard in the spirit that David was anointed to do this great thing. So as you're journeying or as God activates you to move into where you're going, this is when the enemy is most active. He is trying to keep us in strongholds. He's trying to keep us in doubt and fear. He's trying to hold us back because if we step into what it is that God has called us to do, he knows that there's nothing he can do. He knows he can't fight a move of God. Once we're fully walking in our authority, once we fully believe everything God says that we are, and currently you have the authority and power over the enemy. For God has given you the power to trample serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you. That's what the Bible says. So you're already walking in authority. However, if you get into a position such as David was getting into the position of king or you're getting into a place where your business is going to reach millions of people or you're getting into a ministry that's going to reach millions of people, you're getting into a place where God is elevating you. Your influence, your impact is elevating. When the enemy hears that God is activating you to moving up. When God is giving you the word, hey, this is what I have for you. This is where you're going. That is when the enemy is the most active. And this verse shows us that. What did David do? He went down to the stronghold. He confronted it. So for me, when I go through problems or trials or pains or whatever, in my huh, growing maturity in Christ, what I do now is when something is highlighted in me, something that I feel like I'm lacking, something that I feel like I've been praying for and haven't gotten, I'm getting impatient with God. I'm questioning certain things. When I notice these things, right? First of all, I'm casting away these thoughts and holding on to the promise God has given me. But you also have to address the thing, the source, where is this coming from? Okay, first of all, rebuke the enemy, rebuke what he's doing. However, you have to fix the thing in you that keeps telling you that thing over and over again. So when something happens in my life that brings forth trouble, I realize God is highlighting it because we know that God allows battles. We know that God allows thorns and won't take them away because he's trying to teach us something. So when you're confronted with something that's bothering you or troubling you, or you feel like a lack, or feel like you're praying for something that God hasn't given you, go directly to that thing and confront it within you. Now, this is where we must battle our own pride, okay? This is where we must face our own weakness, our own traumas, and, and things that we need to heal in. So maybe God allows this thing to constantly be bothered within you so that he can get it out of you so you can take it to him to be healed. So you can become vulnerable enough to express it to God and tell him, this is the place that hurts God. This is the place that is killing me inside. This is the place that's holding me back the most. This is the place I form idols with the most. This is the place I seek comfort in instead of you the most, right? This is the place 
What are you trying to show me? So anytime we're in trouble, normally our immature praying is, Lord, take this away. I don't want to deal with it. It's hurting me. It's hurting me. Take it away. Don't you feel bad for me? I'm crying. I'm suffering. Don't you see me? Where are you at? Meanwhile, God is very much in this thing. First of all, he allowed it. Nothing gets to you unless God allows things. Okay, let's be real. Nothing gets to you unless God allows it. So even if it is an attack of the enemy, God has allowed this thing. However, we know that all things work together for the good for those that God has called according to his purpose, right? So if everything works together for our good and God allows a quote unquote bad thing, trial, a struggle, it's for a very important reason. It's for something he's taking you to, right? And so if if God highlights a thing in your life, a lack, let, let me use something personal, okay? I've been praying for God to prune me, to heal me so that I can form proper relationships, not just a marriage in the future, but connections with people. So in my community, I'm taking care of women. I'm coaching women. I'm leading a community of women who are seeking God's face, who want to be a part of something bigger than themselves, who want to support each other, who want to move forward in what God has called them to do, right? So I need healing in forming relationships because I've been through a lot. I've been bullied. I've been through toxic relationships. I've been through it all, okay? I've been through grief and loss in my family, a lot of things that have hindered me from forming healthy relationships. So when it comes to that, to asking God to lead me to these things, I'm like, God, why is this constantly revealed in my life to me? Why am I constantly upset about it? Why is it constantly bothering me? There's a healing that I need there right? There's a healing that I need to take to God that I haven't confessed to him or that he's trying to show me so I can confess it to him. Listen, child, you can ask for healing in general. Don't get me wrong. However, until we confront a specific thing as David did, oh, I hear they're coming to attack me in this area. I must confront this stronghold. This is a stronghold. It is a wall, a barrier blocking you from going where you need to go, blocking a character trait, a healed place that God is trying to give you, right? So if we know that we are to confront these problem areas, if we know that we are to go to them and, and God is revealing them to us for a reason, now what do we do? Okay, so God has showed me right here in this area. Okay, I have a little idolatry in this area. I'm disobedient to God in this area. I'm unteachable in this area. I'm prideful in this area. Now what do I do with it? You must be real, sis. God, I need healing in this area. I think that I use relationships or have in my past used relationships above you to give me comfort, to give me purpose, to give me identity. Please take this relationship idol from me. Please take it from me. You're praying for a kingdom spouse, right? A lot of us are doing that. You're praying for a kingdom spouse and it's not there and it keeps being highlighted and you just miss it and you're comparing yourself. Ask God, Lord, why does this bother me so badly? Most of the time it's idolatry. Most of the time it's something you need to take to God and ask him to heal it. Ask him to show you the areas of your life you've been hurt in your past. Okay, God, why do I have trust issues? Why is it hard for me to commit? He will take you deep into your past to show you where these things came from. We must confront the strongholds in order to get elevated to the next level God is taking us to. The enemy is the most active when he hears of where God is taking you to. And if you are a person who is moving right now into the purpose God has called you to, the enemy is active. He doesn't want you to get there. And so he will use what's already within you, what's already bothering you, what's already stressed you out, what's already been traumatic for you against you. And it is our job when we are in struggles and when we are in trouble and when we are going through things to confront it, 
as God highlights it to us, not ask God to take these things away, but ask God, why did you allow this, Lord? What are you trying to teach me? What are you trying to show me? This is a mature prayer. And the deeper you go, the deeper you go in God, the more he will show you things in your life that are holding you back from your elevation. Let's continue. The Philistines also went and deployed themselves in the valley of Rephaim. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hands? And the Lord said to David, Go up, for I will doubtlessly deliver the Philistines into your hands. (sighs) This is a full surrendering to God's will. So David's aware of the battle he's fighting. However, David is a soldier. (laughs) We know that David is a fighter. He just slayed Goliath, right? Like David is a fighter. He did not want to go up in his own ability. He wanted to go up with God with him, right? He wanted to ask God, God, should I fight? He didn't just do it because he knew he could do it. He needed God with him. He knew he needed to keep hold of God to take that thing down. He knew that he needed the power of God backing him. And God responded, go up. I will deliver them into your hands. I'm going to do a part two of this because it's kind of long. But my main point of this part was going to the stronghold as God highlights it in our lives. Now that we know that the enemy comes at the faint hearing that God's going to elevate you, the enemy comes into motion, tries to put a stronghold, tries to give distraction, tries to keep you held tightly in an area, right? He tries to keep you stuck, struggling, stagnant, so you don't get to where God is taking you. No. We need to partner with God in confronting the things that are highlighted to us within struggles, No longer are we praying for God to take away struggle. No more. No longer are we going to operate out of fear and ask God to take it away because we don't want to go through the hard part of battling. Yes, the battle is the Lord's, but sometimes we must partner with God in our healing, in confronting our strongholds, in confronting our trauma, our anxiety, our depression, our idolatry. In what keeps us stagnant. You know why? Because this time, this when you confront this thing with God's help, right? David said, will you deliver them into my hand? When you confront this thing with God's help, God says, go up for I will doubtlessly deliver it into your hand. In the next verse, it talks about Belperazim. Belperazim means the God of breakthrough. And this is what God is trying to be to you in your life in this season. Because once you reach this breakthrough, sis, God will bring you up out of this place. And you will no longer be able to see the world through the lens of trauma, through the lens of anxiety, through the lens of not enoughness, through the lens of feeling like you're not going to be something, that you don't have identity or purpose. You will only see the world, see your purpose, see other people through the lens of God's eyes through the lens of how God sees you, through the lens of who God sees you as, through the lens of where God is taking you. But if we know that the enemy is activated at the faint sound of you being elevated, this struggle that you're in this season is just, first of all, confirmation that you're moving higher. But second of all, it's teaching you something. And that is why it's not going away. That is why God is not taking it away from you. Pray mature prayers in this season. God, 
Obviously, you allowed this thing, but I know and I trust you that all things work together for my good. I know that this is for a reason. So because of that, because I know who you are and because I realize you are in control, show me what this thing is trying to to get out of me. Show me what this moment is trying to teach me. Show me what you're trying to reveal to me in this thing. Because I know I can endure it. Just like I've endured every other struggle and, and trial in my life with you, whether you are following him or not, sis, he got you through every struggle you've ever been through. Right? But now you're a mature Christian. You're maturing. So now you must mature in your prayer. And your prayer in a struggle or trial or feeling bad about something or hurting. This is not an outward struggle always. Like a financial struggle. I need the rent for the month or whatever. I need a new job, whatever. It could be internal. You could be unhappy. You could be bitter. You could be sad. You could, you could be crying. You can't stop crying. You don't know why. You're depressed. You're anxious. It could be an internal struggle. God, what are you trying to show me in this? And if it's an attack from the enemy, I bind him. I rebuke him in the name of Jesus. But if this is something that you are allowing, please let me see what it is you need me to learn in this area because I'm claiming my breakthrough. I'm walking into the next level. I'm trying to understand where you're taking me. I need to implement this in my life from now on. And I need you to show me so that this is now wisdom. Because as you learn, sis, it becomes wisdom. And that's why as you grow and you don't realize you're growing, God seems quiet because you already know the infant. Because you already been here. You already done that. You already been through this test and trial. You've gone through the heart of it. And so God isn't gonna keep being like, oh, this is what you do, this is what you do, this is what you do. Yes, he will help us and guide us. However, he takes us through things so it now becomes wisdom. That is internal. Oh, I see this. The enemy's attacking. Okay, I'm getting elevated. I'm going somewhere. Okay, God, I know you're going to keep me through it. Your thought processes are strengthened by your faith as you continue to elevate. So if God is taking you higher in this season, if he is highlighting a desire, a need, a lack in your life, call that thing out. Lord, I'm prideful. Lord, I'm stubborn. I repent. Lord, I, I need to control my mouth better. I speak curses over my life at times. I receive curses over my life at times. Lord, I gossip still. I talk about people. I don't want to be like that. I want to be a light that cannot be hidden. I want to show people your love. I want to be the Jesus that someone sees at some time. Because you may be the only semblance of God someone ever sees. Jesus' work, Jesus' power. I want to be that, Lord. When you're growing in Christ, you can look back and see not only how far you've come, but you begin to grow in your trust and faith in who you know God to be. And as God continues to reveal himself to you, you go deeper in the spirit. And because of that, your authority raises. Your faith gets stronger. You pray different. I'm telling y'all to pray different now. Your prayers change. How you see people change. You become more loving because why? Faith and love are connected. So sis, I need you to get real with yourself, okay? This is the week. This is the month. This is the new year coming up, right? We need to get real. Get real with yourself. Perversion, lust. Lord, I struggle with it. Lord, I struggle with thinking that a man will save me. A relationship will make me a better person. A relationship will make me fulfilled. I struggle with thinking that marriage is going to be what the end all be all to my life. I struggle with going to men for comfort. 
I struggle with going to my friends for comfort. I struggle with going to alcohol for comfort, for, to drugs for comfort, to success for comfort, to make me feel like somebody, to make me feel like I'm worth something instead of you. What is God highlighting in your life? Help me, Jesus, please, to see what it is you're highlighting in this struggle. So rejoice in your trials. That's why the word says rejoice in your trials, sis. Y'all know the verse. Rejoice in your trials because it's, it's perfecting your faith. It's growing you. It's making you stronger. We must trust that. All right. I'm going to do a part two to this because this is long. <laughs> but maturing our prayers. And I pray this blesses you. Let me pray with you for a second as we bow out. Father God, I pray for my sister. I ask that you cover her this day. I ask that she begins to pray more mature prayers. I ask that you continue to strengthen her in her faith, in her submission to your will for her life, oh God. Thank you for this lesson that you've taught us today. I pray that it sinks into our spirits and we implement it into our daily lives. I pray that you can begin to show my sister where you're taking her. I pray for the strength that she needs to face this battle. And I also pray for the humility that she needs to admit the things in her heart, the things in her mind that she needs to still give to you. Whatever it is you're highlighting to us in this season, oh God, give us the grace, the mercy, but most of all, the answer and solution to what it is you're trying to show us to where you're taking us. The breakthrough is ours, oh God, and we claim it and receive it in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.